Welcome to Wonderfalls. It's crazy that a person would think inanimate objects were talking to them, telling them to do things. And crazier that a person would feel compelled to do the things the inanimate objects are telling them to do. <laughs> Perfectly normal. Like the unaired pilot of Wonderfalls I just found out about. <laughs> yeah, like which, which actually isn't that much worth watching as a whole. Once you're familiar with the show, you can go back. Yeah, no, I just yeah, I I just went on YouTube because I saw it was Adam Scott and Carrie Washington, so yeah. I just like watched like those two specific scenes. Yeah, you watch a couple of scenes, especially her first scene. You can you can kind of see. I mean, no slight against Carrie Washington; she's a great actress, but I don't think she had any uh, chemistry with Carolyn Davenis. Oh my god! Yeah, that's gonna be something to talk about for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which in the commentary track for the first episode, they talk about they tested a lot of people as oh. that character, and they couldn't get the right chemistry. And then they had Carrie Washington filmed a pilot, and then the premiere got delayed, so they couldn't have. Like, Carrie Washington and Adam Scott couldn't keep the schedule. And so they had to recast. Yeah. Lee Pace was, like, nobody at the time. He's cast to take over uh -huh. as the brother part. And mm -hmm. Tracy Toms, I mean, she'd been in stuff, but... Well, she'd already done Rent on stage. So it's a mix of Canadian actors and American, right? Because I think... Yeah, it's mostly Canadian. Adam, I mean, I don't know. Because they're, most of the show is filmed in and around Toronto. Yeah. Even though it's set in Niagara... And they do occasionally get some exteriors over in, in Niagara to make it match up. Mm. But it's mostly filmed in Toronto. And so Canadian crew, Canadian actors. Although some of those actors, like uh, the father, William Sadler, was has been in tons of TV shows where, like American shows, because so many film in like Vancouver. Yeah. Because I'm wondering where they heard of "Let's get Adam Scott." Let's get yeah, <laughs> yeah. Carrie. I don't. I don't know. Where, I don't think Lee's from there. I don't know what Lee is. Lee, uh, Lee Pace. I actually don't know. Um, yeah. Let's see. In my head, I'm like he's British. <laughs> I don't know. Lee Pace, born in Oklahoma. Oh. I know. Um, coincidentally, Lee Pace and Tracy Toms knew each other from Juilliard, hmm. and then they both get cast as like the replacements for the characters. Yeah. And so they had some chemistry, which will come up in later episodes. You've only watched the first episode, right? Yeah. Okay, so you haven't, you haven't made an effort to go find the others. I thought I saw something on YouTube. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if you're just going to feed me each episode by episode or what was going to happen. But yeah, I just watched the one. The, well, that was what I was hoping you'd go along with is I've seen the entire series. I watched yeah. the, fir the four when they aired. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as it was on DVD, I bought it. And so I've seen the 13. Like every couple of years, I'll rewatch it. Because they never did the ones after four. They never did more on TV. You have to, like, we had to Not wait. in the U.S. Yeah. Well. In, in Canada, they aired all 13, but not until that fall. So is it kind of encouraging people to watch? Like, that's the thing is, like, who's <laughs> tuning into this podcast? It's it's weird. People who see it and love it? or <laughs> Yeah. There are people who watch it and just want to hear about it. Like, there was, there was a, I forget their names now. It was two women. Did a podcast about Brian Fuller's next show pushing daisies mm -hmm. yeah. and they did a podcast about that and i started listening to it i'm like this is really cool like just talking like why not talk about this show that wonderful is this a show that people who know it love it and like miss it and wish that it hadn't been canceled and it made it to season two because on like dvd extras you hear about plans for they had plotted specific little points of what was going to happen in season two mm -hmm. and possibly three if it made it that far and then they get canceled after four episodes. Yeah. They'd only made 13. And it was just like that. And yeah. they, they, the four that aired aired out of order. Oh. 
Like they got screwed. They got screwed twice before getting canceled because it aired out of order. How? Like on accident? They just aired on TV oh, out of order. It's it's weird. The the same thing. I believe it was the year before Firefly came out, and the network didn't like mm-hmm. the the pilot, so they just aired the second episode first. Oh. And so you jump into the show that doesn't have a pilot to introduce you to characters, which is fine if you can keep up with that. But the average TV watcher can't. That's why we have. That's why pilot episodes get aired. Yeah. Like you make them months ahead of time, but you need to air it because the pilot is where you introduce the characters and relationships and all the important plot points. Mm -hmm. And then this was like, that show got canceled also. They aired, I think they aired all of theirs or most of their 13. I forget how Mm -hmm. many they aired on that one. And then this is like a year later. It happens again. And we're like, oh man, they're just going to keep canceling all these great shows quickly. This one, it premiered on a Friday. This was in March of 2004. And then the next Thursday, they re-ran the first episode at 8 o'clock, I believe is how they did it, and then aired the fourth episode. They didn't even advertise the fact that they were changing nights. Oh. Like, the show had got some promotion during, like, American Idol, and this was the first few years of American Idol. So it there should have been some people paying attention. But then they moved it. And then they it, its ratings sucked because, you know, they moved it. And then they aired the third one or the second one. The third week, and then the third one, and then the ratings didn't weren't getting anywhere because no one knew what it was on, and it's on opposite Jag, which is near the end of its run, but was a really popular show. Yeah, and opposite Boston Public, which wasn't as popular but had an audience and was in its I think its last season at the time, mm-hmm. and so it's up against like two other dramas that other people are watching, and on Thursdays it's up against like sitcoms. I forget what was on NBC that year. I wasn't watching the sitcoms hit mm-hmm. anymore, so it didn't have much of a chance. And so those who actually saw it then, like, it's like this beloved thing <laughs> that we were, like, when they announced it was actually going to be on DVD, it was so exciting. Mm-hmm. And so I went out and bought it and I've watched it. Yeah, Friday, is, Friday nights is where shows go to die, so that's shocking that they even started it then. In the 90s, Fridays got big when X-Files was there. Oh, okay. But then, even then, they ended up moving X-Files to Sunday because... Networks weren't used to Friday being their night. It wasn't, it's not a thing. Yeah. In the 90s, Saturday was a big night for NBC. And in the 80s, it had been big. You don't see even new television on Saturdays anymore. Like, no one does that. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because that was even before it was, um, you can, you know, catch up on Hulu the next yeah. day or, you know, things things like that. I mean, I think of even reading an article, oh my gosh, it must have been years ago about like James Corden's late night show or even, I mean, even, applies to jimmy fallon all the late night shows like they just want to get those memeable youtube worthy mm-hmm. get a clip moments they don't care about who cares if you don't see my show at 1 a.m that's fine you'll catch it tomorrow <laughs> yeah you can watch the whole thing on hulu yeah or catch clips of it mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you even see the whole show just watch a two-minute video on, on, on facebook you know yeah 2004 was still a few years before that was a thing you know netflix was still DVDs yeah. sent to your house. Mm-hmm. So you it wasn't going to be streaming after and you weren't going to find it easily. And with only four episodes aired, it wasn't going to rerun. What a horrible concept. I mean, like, I remember that. Like, I, I mean, I, I wasn't a Netflix user, but, like, get the idea of getting videos, like, sent to your uh-huh. house. I mean, so, you, so you'll have it in a few days? I mean, that's, that's awful. <laughs> it, yeah, if you lived out in the middle of nowhere, you probably, it was the delay constantly. It's like, it takes time to get, I live in L.A., so. Often I'd get the disc I requested like the next yeah. day if I didn't already have one I had to return. 
Well, might as well go to a Blockbuster. Like, why would you... Yeah, and then Blockbuster copied that format and would have a thing where you could use their website and get things by mail. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I just use Netflix then? But now it's just all online. I mean, TV comes built in with Netflix, so... You gotta plan your, your mm-hmm. movie nights <laughs> days in advance, yeah. yeah. Now you just watch it streaming and then mm-hmm. binge watch the whole series in a day with some things. It was a different thing. Yeah. But, so, yeah, so I've seen it many times, and then if you'll go along with it or can resist not not going along with it as the show goes watching each one as we do an episode oh yeah yeah and i don't want to get mixed up with like what was in what <laughs> episode so I might as well just yeah. keep it clean <laughs> and i also have copies of the scripts for each one i have the dvd so oh, when perfect. there's a commentary track i'm gonna listen to it there's commentary on the first episode with uh todd holland who directed it carolyn who's uh plays jay katie who plays your sister and uh, Brian Fuller, who the other creator who wrote it. So the four of them mm-hmm. uh, talking about this episode. I took notes on the commentary track when it had interesting stuff <laughs> on my script. Oh, I know. I, I watched this this episode and then I immediately was just like, where are all these actors? Oh my God, she's 40 yeah. now. You know, whatever. <laughs> just such a weird idea of how long ago 2004 was. Yeah, this is 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they people look different. Well, Lee Pace looks kind of the same, but he doesn't do much. I mean, he's in Marvel, a couple Marvel movies now. Right, yeah. I uh, was just in one last year. He was in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I know he's whatever whatever he is in Marvel. I never know which villain. He is, uh, oh, I don't even remember his name. Not no, Thanos, but he's, he's Ronan. Ronan. He works for Thanos. Yeah, Ronan, yeah. But uh, like Bill Sadler, who plays Jay's father, I'd seen him in stuff since like the mm-hmm. 80s. He's been around forever. I saw him in person once at the flea market in Pasadena. He was just testing out a guitar mm-hmm. sitting down on the ground that he was thinking of buying. And I just stopped and I didn't even talk mm-hmm. to him. I just stopped and I'm like, watching Bill Sadler play the guitar. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I just walked on to the next thing I was looking for. I'm like, okay, that was cool. Amazing. Um, so... I was wondering, before we get to talking about the episode itself, and we'll do that as its own episode, mm-hmm. if you have an idea on, like, how to structure, like, maybe after each episode you want to guess things that might happen later or something like that. Guess things that happen later. Or, maybe. like, um, maybe interesting. I could give you hints at certain things, like, there are supporting characters that seem like they're just in one episode, and then they show up and be major characters later. And there's, like, relationships mm. that change and stuff like that. So if you have guesses, definitely bring them up. I don't know if we would make it, like, a separate segment or anything. But. Yeah, maybe guesses. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to, like, be that, I guess, spoilery <laughs> for me with, like, well, watch this, you know, person. <laughs> yeah. or How wrong something. is Alice? <laughs> yeah, although it was so funny. So I did a podcast, what was it, yesterday or something. It was the Repo Man. Oh. But they told me, don't, don't see the movie. Just... <laughs> It, it's we were just covering the like the opening credits without watching and the then, movie. <laughs> like the fir- literally the, the first scene. Don't watch the movie. And then I made some predictions just based off of something of off the first scene. And then like, oh man, you should see this movie because you're gonna be shocked when you see like how right your you know your your, your, your intuitions were. <laughs> but what the but what's going on here? Because it was surprising how much I had to say having not seen the movie, but just making my predictions literally from the music of the opening credits and the first scene. It was amazing. Yeah. Spe- speaking of that, um, and just to end this little t- teaser episode, yeah. just so audience, you should know who we are. Uh, my name is Robert Black. One of my shows, podcasts that I did, Dave Made a Minute, 
was essentially that format was people got random minutes of a movie they didn't even know what the movie was oh that's fantastic and so they would listen and then like try to talk about here's what's happening in this minute what do we think this movie's about where what's the plot and it was remarkable how great people's guesses would be because that movie is very well put together and you can tell Mm -hmm. who are these characters and where is this going and figure it out so for the most part people solved it and Mm -hmm. then would get their next random minute and talk about that one and figure out the new context and how did the plot change (sighs) i was the main host and did the majority of the episodes including interviews with uh the director the producer a couple of the actors people behind the scenes called Dave Made a Minute. You can find links to that and other podcasts, including this one, where we'll have a Facebook page. Actually, I think it already exists. And a Facebook group, uh, which currently is called The Barrel, named for the bar. The Twitter account and Instagram that we have for this show. There will be links to all that stuff on my website, lemmingdrops.com. Now, your other host here is... I'm Alice Morin, and I am a panelist on the Now You've Seen It podcast. Pretty mainly, we basically get a guest who has never seen a particular movie. Um, For example, and this also applies to me, Alien, Avatar, I've covered those movies. And basically, we obviously ask the guest why they might have missed the movie, flesh out the movie, talk about it, rate it, play, play some games, maybe casting a potential remake, um, just like little <laughs> things like that. Any questions that we have. So it's it's really fun. I have a great camaraderie and just rotating hosts, rotating panelists. I usually do at least one a month, which is really fun. And then I have been on a million bazillion different podcasts just guesting on that, where we actually had one host call me the podcast socialite. So I am <laughs> trying in vain to make that stick. And I've been numerous times on Robert's other podcast the for The Room. Yes, The Room Minute. The room minute, right? That's what it's called, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I've been on, on those fun things, and you can look me up on Twitter, Mej, A-L-I-M-E-Z-H. My Facebook is Alice Lauren. Um, just make sure that you message me, let me know when you heard, you know, where you heard me, and we can chat about any anything, basically. Okay, and I don't remember if I finished editing the outro yet, but it'll come in here. I wonder, wonder why the Almost done. Because surprisingly, I'm getting tired of talking about myself. <laughs>